Today is June 24th. Oh, is that? Wait, hold up. Is that? Is that Morgan? Or Tara Taylor? No. Oh. She left two days ago. But there's like oh, okay. people, just like students walking in front of my house, just like talking. Oh, sweet. So we, might, we might pick up some of that. Nice, nice, nice. But sorry, uh, I was going to say today's Thursday, June 24th, 2021. Uh, Cal? How's it going, man? It's going oh right now it's good. Like this last these last thirty minutes. But dude, <laughs> the sun is now peeking through and the tree is glowing. It's oh. crazy. Yeah, it's incredible. Um uh, yeah, I'm just just hate my job, but we know that already. Mm-hmm. Um and, and and last night I had a really fucking terrible night. So my my day was okay, but I knew that like I had a lot of homework to do a lot so i came home and i knocked out like at least i'm not even fucking around like 70 math problems in one sitting i started at 3 30 and i ended at like seven and that's just a terrible feeling like doing one subject that isn't really your favorite for that long oh so i i uh yeah i did math for a really long time then i had to finish an english essay uh and then and then I started binge watching uh, crime videos. Do you ever get down that rabbit hole? Um, is it the one that was like criminal psychology? JCS? Yeah, criminal cr- criminal psychology is like the the genre that I kind of went down a right went down a rabbit hole. Um, well, the one in particular, one case in particular, really bothers me. And I don't know if you know anything about Casey Anthony. Casey Anthony, no. Okay. I well, I, I just, did. Uh, I mean, just to clarify though, I did see this video from JCS that was like like when people pretended to be crazy to try and get. Yeah, it's a, that video is super viral right now. Yeah. I, I yeah. everyone's watched it. It's crazy viral. Um, yeah, Casey Anthony, watch that one, please, mm. so I can like talk to you about it because it's driving me a little insane. Uh, it's I felt really really uh upset after I watched the video, and just to give you like a brief summary, basically. One day, Casey Anthony, the mother of Kaylee Anthony, uh, calls the police. But her, actually, her mother calls the police. So Kaylee's grandma. All right. So already you're probably confused, but I'll explain. So we have the grandma picks up the phone and calls, and she's distraught, and she says, "My granddaughter has been missing for 31 days, and I don't know what happened to her." Uh, and then Casey, uh, Kaylee's mom, didn't call the cops, nor did she even care to call the cops for the last 31 days, and she didn't know where her daughter was. So her grandma had to call on behalf of Kaylee. Mm. And how old and is Kaylee? Kaylee was two. Oh, what the two. fuck? Yeah. she Her two-year-old daughter. Her two-year-old daughter. She didn't even bother to... The only time the police were finally contacted is when she broke the news to her mom that she lost her daughter, and she called, right? So already fucking fishy, right? Really mm. fishy. Now, uh, Casey, the entire time she's being investigated, is a, she's a pathological liar. She throws people around in 360s. She lied about her job. She lied about her friends. She lied and said that her nanny abducted her. And the nanny didn't even exist. She never even had a nanny. And she, mm. she made up like four people who didn't exist to try to like cover up her tracks. On the night that Kaylee went missing, she looked up suffocation on Google and Kaylee's body was found in a creek with duct tape around her mouth and nose. And her car smelled like decomposition, human Jeez. decomposition, right? And guess what? She got off guilt. Uh, not guilty out of insanity insanity plea no no just not guilty just not enough evidence and it's it's one of the biggest blunders in the justice system's history and uh yeah the lawyer joey baez uh, he he did a great job and somehow got this girl off without with only uh what did he argue well it's a fucking insane he dropped a bombshell so they knew that uh Casey was screwed. And so he came out, and I'm not even kidding, the first thing he says is, Kaylee died 
by drowning in a swimming pool, which hasn't, which hadn't even been talked about this whole time, nor like just suddenly drop that bombshell. And this was like the not, the whole nation was watching, right? And he he says, not only did she die in a swimming pool, but Casey's dad is a pedophile. Just just basically what his uh, what he wanted to do was create as much confusion as possible, mm. and just throw up smoke screens. And and uh, and just disorient the jury so that they can't make a a, a clear cut decision on whether or not she's guilty. So he just basically confused the jury enough, uh, and then somehow flipped it around to where he was able to put empathy uh, for Casey out there. I have no idea how. I mean, he'll go down as one of the greatest lawyers of all time, and even Weinstein <laughs> hired him to cover his ass with the whole Me Too movement. Um, yeah, she got off. And, and I'm not even kidding, dude. I felt, like, sick after watching that video. It, it was so frustrating. So frustrating to watch. Like, I really want you to watch it. Not, I mean, I don't want you to feel yeah. sick, but I just need someone to talk to about it. You know? Yeah. Please. Um, <laughs> other than that, <laughs> sorry, I know. It's probably not wait. You good, David? Yeah. Or are you getting tired? No, I'm not. I'm just... I don't know. I I don't. Uh, I don't know how to t- t- talk about that kind of stuff, you know, because it's like it's tough, you know, to think about. It. Yes, I know, and I don't know why I do that to myself. Like, I I would rather just not watch it. That's the thing. Yeah. Like, I know it's better for me if I just. And that's what I wanted to segue to next is like I got to stop watching this shit because it makes me just depressed and frustrated, and then I don't. I don't even know why I keep watching, but yeah. I do. So that's something I really need to work on is just limiting the, or, or like making sure the content I'm consuming is good for me. Cause it took a, a dude, I'm not even kidding. Like last night I was not good. I was not in a good place. And like I had to wait, I had to wake up. Well, I thought I had to wake up at 4.30 AM again and I had an essay. So I had to stay up till midnight and I was only gonna get four hours of sleep and I was gonna have to bust out a six hour shift. Like I was, I had to call my mom kind of night, you know, hmm. um, I was actually going to have Max and Julius over today, but I had to postpone our trip a day because I had a lot I had to do. And I was just really depressed last night. Mm-hmm. Um, they understood, thankfully. <sighs> now they're coming over tomorrow, but <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. Like it, it really does seem like you're kind of doing this to yourself when you're, when you're watching these videos, man, like. Yeah, I mean, like, like on my end here too is like, uh, I know what helps me, you know, and that's like reading up on material that I enjoy and that I find passion in, and and this plasma project has really started to like invigorate me, you know, like nice, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know. I think I I don't think I've heard you talk about something like that in a while now. I mean, the last one that I really felt you like so focused keenly on was our podcast like i felt you generally like feel self-sustainingly energetic from it you know and oh yeah dude i do nothing fulfilling anymore like well that's and and i mean do you find that bothers oh yeah dude i'm i'm really getting fucked up over it too like i feel tired all the time and i feel like it's really hard to wake up now right it, it every time i wake up i'm just like yeah, I kind of just want to cry because <laughs> I just don't want to go do another day where I have to sit down and do 70 math problems and do a research paper and go to my shitty job and go home. Like that's none of that really excites me. And I don't my, my favorite part of the day is just walking around. <laughs> that's really all I do that I honestly enjoy. And I don't really have a lot of friends either. So that's mm. another thing that I that's another thing that really energizes me is friends. I love, love having hanging out with friends it's the best but right yeah. i guess i, I guess what is ahead. your well, i'm curious like what the goal is though at the end of the day like like especially this summer what is the goal and, and i guess what is the goal for for you to continue on with berkeley college like why why are you there in the first place because i think it's important to ask ourselves that because i think i asked myself that and i was able to come up with the plasma project because i told myself i wanted something long term to study you know, and this plasma thing might really become that. 
potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, thank you for asking me that because <laughs> I've been so directionless lately. <laughs> yeah. I, and it's, it's, yeah. it's kind of, yeah, it's kind of sad actually because <laughs> usually I'm like, usually I feel like I have a goal in life and like right now I just feel like I'm like taking this like week to week just trying to like motivate myself to do something I don't even want to do. Um, yeah, well, I mean, I really... I don't know. Well, that's the thing. I don't think I don't think you can keep saying I don't know for for too long now. You know. Obviously, yeah. But I'm just telling you that I don't know. I mean, like. So what's next? Like, what should, what's my goal for this summer? No, I mean, like, because, like, I think sometimes we say I don't know in two different ways. One of which is deflective, and the other one is inquisitive. You know, well, yeah, like, I'm, I'm trying to. Well, I'm trying to buy myself time because I mean, like, I can't just come up with the idea. Well, no, that's but I, I, that's what I'm going to ask you now. Is like when you say I don't know. Is is this going to be, an I don't know that deflects? Oh no, this is I don't know. As in, like, I I'm really trying to think now. Like, and I appreciate no, you no, asking I, this no. question. Yeah, no, I know, I know, but like, what we say I don't know because I I said I don't know a couple times too when Anna asked me about. I was going to mention this later, but um, about the future and stuff, you know. And I said, I don't know, because, yeah, obviously I didn't know, but I I didn't want to know either. I was deflecting it. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I, I guess, you know, same but here, because, like, we could I say know. I don't I know like... and then go well, numb ourselves. What, what do you mean by, like, the future? Well, I was, oh, this is, this is going to be my turn later, but, um, some conversation happened with me and Anna. Yeah. Um, had to do with the future and all that. Um, about us, etc. Like good stuff. Like like oh, what do you want to do and all that. Um, in terms of a relationship and and whatnot. Um, and I, and I said I don't know, and I and and I, I said it not wanting to know and and more of so like it be deflecting it off of the purpose of knowing and instead saying i don't know as a, as an end point mm. and i guess for you too here is you got to ask yourself after we say i don't know we could easily just kind of fall back into what we've been doing yeah or you yeah. take that i don't know as like well shit i don't know what am i going to do about it you know mm-hmm because I think for me, at least, and for anyone in, in a relationship, at least, saying I don't know in a deflective manner is okay because it's okay to be that way. But when it comes to something as critical as, like, your academic pathway, you know, like, these things you can't deflect for too long, you know? I know, I know. And it's just, it's unfortunate that the two classes I'm taking suck ass. <laughs> like they are really way? boring like in my, my english class is like here's seven paragraphs find the seven topic sentences and label what rule you use to identify these seven topic sentences and math right. is just math is just honestly math like it's i don't know i mean i'm it's it's weird i'm good i'm good at it and it's e- it comes easy to me but it doesn't really do it for me really have you met um, with the professors at all? No, they, they're not doing... I can't meet with them. <laughs> You're not allowed they're, to? Like, like, do they have an email at least? Well, they're not even Berkeley professors. Uh-huh. I mean, they have an email, and I've gotten two sentences of feedback this whole time. But uh-huh. they don't do in-class Zoom, and they do, like, really limited office hours, and you can, like, almost rare, only rarely see them. Have you tried getting office hours? Yeah, well, I tried with my English teacher, but it's usually every time I've tried so far, it's been during work. But I need to be more persistent on that. Um, yeah, because I think that's the only thing that makes these types of classes like interesting is when you can connect a face and and someone to it, and and ultimately their connections too. Like, I sure they might not be Berkeley professors, but um, like just people and like you know some of the opportunities that I've gotten to get was just simply just going to office hours, yeah, and then. I was like, oh, you like this? Well, I know about this person. Or, oh, this person is interested in something that you're interested in, too. Let me connect you. And then, bang, you know, there you go. Yeah, yeah. But what's unfortunate is I feel like 
I'm spending my, I feel like I just don't have a lot of time to do the things that do make me happy. Because <laughs> I'm working like 30 hours this week. And, uh, yeah, I just miss, like, I just miss reading my nice books and, like, writing about stuff and making videos. Okay. I mean, is it because you don't have time or is it because, like... Well, no, seriously, there's some days where I don't have fucking time. I mean, there's some days where I procrastinate, but, like, yesterday... Right. I I, I woke up at 4.30, I worked until 1, I took a two-hour nap, and then from 3 to 7, I did homework... And then from seven to eight, I went for a walk and then I cooked dinner and went to bed because I had to wake up at 4 a.m. the next day. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, obviously some days are going to be like that. You know, like I forgot to tell you, like I spent my first overnight at a lab at the lab a few days oh, ago. Oh, really? Yeah. I had to take time points at 2 and 4 a.m. So, um, oh, my. And obviously some days are going to be like that. But then if you, you know, if we use those days as like, oh, shit, I don't have time. Like today too, like I was a bit busy, you know, went home, took a call, took a nap, and then went out to go shopping for tomorrow's dinner because I'm going to be doing like a pretty big dinner for a couple people. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's the other funny story. I, 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 was, I was at the Chinatown supermarket because the stuff there is really cheap. And I asked to buy tilapia, but I didn't know how to say tilapia fillets and I didn't know if they have any. So I was like, oh, can I get a tilapia something, something, something in Chinese? And they didn't really understand. I was like, and they thought I asked for a live tilapia. So they literally caught one, smashed it with a hammer, and like got it in front of me. Like killed it in front of me, and then just handed it to me. I was like, oh, fuck. Because I didn't know so how to you, like. Did you just take it? I just took it. Like, fuck. I, 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 was ba- I felt bad for like, well, like, I, I just let that fish die. I might as well yeah. use it. But uh-huh. then I went, I went home, and I, like, I, I unwrapped it and shit, and I saw its eyes. And then oh, I felt no. this, and I felt this. Body. I was like, I just couldn't do it. I, I, I couldn't. So I froze it instead. And I'm, I'm planning on steaming it, whole body, instead. Yeah, that's um, probably, yeah, that's probably the way to go. Yeah, because there's no way I'm going to butcher that thing. Um, yeah, so I, I guess today I've realized just how weak stomached I am when it comes to like butchering lot, like animals that I saw, and I oh. saw it. I, 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 I like it was alive. Like I saw it alive. Mm. And then now it's on my thing, dead. Mm. Tragic. That poor mm. fish. Mm. Yeah, and food's been tough. I don't know if food's tough for you, but like, damn. I It's really hard to cook every single meal you eat in a day. Like, I'm not, I mean, I do it, but it's it's a hassle. <laughs> it's, a lot, it's a lot of work to cook for yourself, like every single meal. Do you, do you get fed at the uh, at the lab or do you pack your own lunch? I pack my own lunch and some days I'll buy lunch, but buying lunch there is really costly. Oh, so I normally, I normally I normally bring lunch. Mm. It was really nice today. Uh, I slept over at Anna's place last night and this morning she prepared me lunch. Uh, she made sweet potatoes and fried rice and had some macaroni cheese and left and I don't know that felt very nice. You know, like eating lunch prepared by someone you care about it's yeah it feels nice um, it does sound nice yeah i don't know um but yeah man like yeah i think i think i mean i, I remember i still remember the the like the like the feeling that you gave off the vibe you gave off when you were like energetic for something like truly passionate about something yeah i know i get really excited when i find something yeah that feels me and we both know what that feels like yet at the same time it feels as though we were not trying to go for it you know which is so weird but i would definitely ask around do you have a berkeley um email like a berkeley college email I do, I do. Do you know if you get access to any of the databases or like libraries? I'm not sure. I I do know I have access to the library, but I'll have to to see what my actual like resources stuff. are. Yeah. Yeah, because I, you know, like what I one of my favorite things to do is like searching up papers. You know, like just papers. So like today, I just found a book that that was called "The Existential Self in Society," 
you know, just like a random ass book about like what it means to like be yourself and find an identity. And th- there's this one chapter in the book that talked about um, a-, a disabled person in a wheelchair who was also like a marathon runner or like, yeah. I guess not runner, but like, uh, you know, ran marathons in a wheelchair. And at first he felt him- he saw himself as disabled. And then after training for a long time and doing multiple marathons, he saw him as a wheeler. Like people will call him a wheeler. Like, oh, he was a marathon wheeler. Because that's like the definition you had. Then eventually he got so good, he broke a world record. And then he was in the newspapers, he was called a marathoner. So like like his identity shifted from being disabled to being a wheeler. And then to becoming a quote unquote, a normalized identity, a, a marathoner. Yeah. Like even Wheeler has that kind of stigmatized view of like, oh, they're disabled and oh, they're weak and they're using this other thing to to run this marathon in mm-hmm. wheels. But you marathoner know. is yeah, marathon is like a perfectly normal thing. Yeah, dignified thing. Right. Right, exactly. And and it, it, it talks about how the self and there was also this really cool oh, I love this quote in the book. It talked about the difference between experience and meaning. How experience is this raw thing that that occurs that can't exactly be quantified or described. It's what we experience, right? But then through language, through communication, we assign experience meaning. So, and, and to me, I think, to me, that's why podcasting and like oral stuff, like telling a story is so cool because I think I think it combines the two because you're telling an experience through communication, giving it meaning. So like it happens simultaneously, mm. you know, which I guess is true for any sort of historical account, right? Like you experience something like you, you experienced this walk, but it's just, it's just that, right? But until you assign it meaning by telling me about it and telling me how you feel and why you like to do it. And and what what it made you feel when you saw the sky during the walk and the clouds and like that gives it meaning, and then it packages into this beautiful kind of existence now, and that that yeah. like experience yeah. plus meaning is existence, and that was nice. I don't know. I I still don't completely understand it yet, but yeah, and just like finding these small epiphanies, you know, really goes far in the day. You know, because yeah, like, yeah. yeah, lab work by itself, it may not be like, oh my God, it's like riveting. But having these moments in between where you're reading stuff and and you have these moments of, whoa, you know, they, it feels good, you know? Feels... Yeah, yeah. I do know, but <clears throat> it's just hard to, I don't know, I just, it's hard to jump back on the wagon, but I guess... Yeah, I'll start tonight, you know. I mean, honestly, fuck the idea of a wagon. Like, I I always, I don't think I work well with that wagon idea. Because, like, I don't know. It's like, when you're off, you're off. And it's like, you have to make this effort to get back on. But that effort itself feels like this barrier. You know, mm-hmm. but in reality, it's really easy to just get back into it. Yeah, yeah. Like, even now, I, I, I sense that you don't believe that you'll be able to get back into it. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. There's this doubt. You know. There's this doubt because it feels as though there's gonna be a lot of effort for you to get back into it. Guarantee you it's not. Yeah. Guarantee you find that first epiphany and then you're hooked. And then at every single point, like you're gonna have indications to be like, fuck it, let's just go numb myself. It's like it's like that old witch lady arriving at your door with a poison apple. Yeah, most of the time we just take it. You know, fuck it. But more and more you tell the lady to go fuck off, you know, it feels good to fuck off. Well, sorry, it feels good to tell them to fuck off. But yeah, I think the first step is believing that we can go through it. But it's not really like this getting the getting back to the wagon cuz honestly that's a lot of work and I guarantee you it's not that
You right there? Yeah. So what do you think? What do you What do you think, Ian? Yeah, I guess it's just kind of sad today. What do you mean? I just feel sad. <laughs> Not sure why. I guess I just miss my dog. Hmm. Yeah. I always get oh, scared yeah, I, about. Yeah. Go ahead. I was gonna say I always get scared that Mochi's gonna forget about me. Yeah. That's one of those irrational fears. Yeah, it's just it's just weird that like, like I feel like I've been growing side by side with my family this whole time, and now it's like they're they're growing older and I'm not there. It's just a weird feeling. Yeah, I mean, like, like now every time I see them, they're a month older. Every, each time I see them, instead of just an hour older. <laughs> yeah, that's a good and point. It's just weird how they're like, there's just large chunks of times between seeing my mom and dad, especially my dog, because she's pretty old. Hmm. She's still healthy though. I know she's been attacked by before. Yeah, she's know. she's really she's really really healthy. Mm, that's good. She has like really nice teeth and really in good shape. But I don't know how long I have left with her. And it just sucks. I'm not there to go walk her every day. Yeah. That's something that like. No matter how depressed I was, I would always get up and walk her. Hmm. Like, even if I had no motivation to do anything, I would just grab her harness and we'd go on a walk and then I'd come home and just feel so much more motivated. Yeah. Like, just seeing her so happy. <laughs> like she would just be so happy every time we took her on a walk. Yeah. Do you let pets in your, in your room? This is a no-pet house. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, I would love a little cat. That'd be awesome. Yeah, that would be nice. My mom tried adopting another cat last week. She yeah. didn't tell me, but uh, by the time it was in Modesto, and they they drove up there, and by the time they got there, it was already adopted away. And the only one left was this like rather old black cat. Yeah. And she's like, "Fuck no!" I was like, "Oh, come on! You should. It's, it's nice. Like." <sighs> I don't know. She's very picky about it. And I was like, dude, the point of adopting is to give like the misfits a chance at a new life. And all she wants is this brand new kitten that she can raise from a young. Yeah. yeah. What's your thoughts on writing books? Have you put thought into writing a book? When I was younger. Is that like a, like, why do people think that's like an unachievable thing? Like it just, I mean, it's it is difficult. A project or something. It's, it it is surely difficult, right? I, I, and it's also what type of book? If it's a research book, I mean, no. like, oh, but I'm just a memoir. Like, oh, yeah, a memoir or, or fiction, anything you want it to be. Just like jot down around three hundred pages, and just express yourself. Well, I, I don't think the fear. I don't think the fear for people is writing a book. Is writing a good book. You know, like, sure, I can probably throw in 300 pages of content, but will that ever invigorate someone to read it all? Probably not, you know? But if you successfully express yourself, does that even matter? Well, I guess in, at the end of the day, who are you writing the book for? You should, I, in my opinion, I think the best books have a complete disregard for the reader, and it truly is just an author expressing mm. himself. And I've always, wanted to, I've always wanted to write a book that way. Just say, fuck the reader. Like, I'm writing this for me. And if you want to read it, you can. Yeah. 
it reminds me of Alistair Finlay's book, um, the one I mentioned, like he's the nomad, mm. like he just lives around Harvard Square and like he, like he told people like, okay, here's my book, but don't tell anyone else. Like I don't <laughs> want people to read it. You know, I just want my close friends to read it. You know. Yeah. I mean, that's in a way that's like diaries mm. if you think about it you know like you, you don't really write it for someone else you write it for yourself you know why i've attempted to write a book so many times like recently yeah really like a memoir or just like any sort of fiction thing well i've what i do is i outline a book i spend like weeks outlining a book and molly helps me mm. and and then i just uh just write the first like 10 pages i really grind and then um i just hit these dead ends and then i just give up i mean i i have thought about like writing micro stories you know like the shortest ever one was six words uh it was baby shoes for sale never worn it's just a six word sob story yeah that could mean a whole bunch of different things well really it's supposed to mean one you know like a yeah i know i know yeah yeah miscarriage it's really sad yeah. yeah right like and and like a micro story you know um like like you can you can like a story that maybe lasts like 10 pages but like you allude to so much else that the reader can like infer a whole story that it's kind of like um I don't know how I imagine is like looking at someone's eyes and being able to like visualize their entire body. You know what mm. I'm saying? Yeah. You know, I, I really do love writing. I mean, I'm not like great at it. That's the problem is like my grammar is bad. I don't know if you haven't, if you haven't picked up on that yet, but like I don't even really have a grasp of like basic punctuation. I'm being honest with you. Like, I make a lot of terrible grammar mistakes and I have a really hard time making my sentences flow. Um, but, like, there's nothing better than just writing a good story. And then I remember when I was younger, uh, well, in first grade, I, I like, won an award <laughs> for writing mm. at Peterson. And I was, like, hyped. And nice. I was, like, I want to be an author. And my mom wanted me to be an author. And then... Um, and then I, I'll never forget in seventh grade, I wrote a like 10 page story about like these two free divers who like one of them like got stuck under the ocean and the other one had to like come and save him or something. And I wrote it and I read it to my dad and mom. And then my dad started crying for some reason. And I've never seen my dad cry before unless, unless my dog died. And I look back on it now and it was honestly because that was at the peak of his drug addiction and no one knew at that time. So it was a complete secret to himself. And he just had like an epiphany of like, wow, I'm like, I'm missing out on my son's life right now. <laughs> yeah. And like my writing made him realize that. And I'm not saying like, I'm like a great writer or something, but I just... I feel like every time I write, like, things happen. Like, I feel like I'm energized, and I feel like it brings emotion out of me and other people. Mm. But I'm just not very good at it. <laughs> That's the one problem. I mean, I've never actually read anything you've written. I just I feel like you wouldn't. I feel like you wouldn't enjoy my writing style very much. Well, that's one way to kill it off before it starts. Oh, no. I, I mean, I'm still going to write, but, like... Don't get your expectations too high. It's no, I'm, it's, it's not like I'm going to expect some sort of like glory, but like everyone's writing is 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 beautiful in a raw form. As long as you don't treat it as like I'm supposed to be reading fucking like Nathaniel Hawthorne <laughs> or something like yeah, yeah, well, yeah. obviously no, I'm not. But um, I don't know if you want to try this, but I've always wanted to try this before. It's like it's like um, you know how like you do those exercises where like you you say to someone like oh once upon a time. And then you finish, like, there was a man, and I say, like, named Gracie. <laughs> oh, like, two words that. at a time? Not two words at a time, but, like... I feel like, I feel like, I feel like sentence by sentence would be... Or, or not sentence, but, like, well, I was going to say, ahead. like, maybe even, like, a 
page per page. It was like it's like snail mail where we write a page yeah, we just of story. See where we take a book. And yeah, it's like, okay, well, he wrote a page on this and like, let me just fuck it all up. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, yeah. your page talks about like your marriage. Well, let me just, well, I mean, obviously like we, our goal is to create a decently good story, but like, yeah. but at the same time you can like have fun fuck. with it. And yeah, we can like fuck with each other too. Yeah, exactly. And it's just, I mean, it's more of an exercise, but I, I think that'd be awesome um, to just see where it goes. And honestly, it could just be like this hella long ass story that we just keep writing for like hundreds of pages that never really gets anywhere yeah yeah but, like it's just this like page after page of just conflict and confusion and you know who the fuck cares it's like we write it yeah. for ourselves yeah that's a, that's a very good idea and uh i've also wanted to uh my goal in life is to write literally like if i could do anything and and die and like have the most fulfillment out of one action it would be to write a a book, a, f- a fictional book, that it gets a political point across subtly, mm, so or, like or to, not so subtly, like, like to kill a mockingbird. Yeah, or I mean, nineteen eighty four. Like mm. those books are always my favorite, and and I and I've always, I'm, I'm really afraid of climate change, like deathly afraid of it, and I think that things are going to get a lot worse in our lifetime natural disaster wise but i I've, i had a concept for a book and i outlined it and molly and i talked about it for a really long time and it's i was inspired by this gorillas album called plastic beach uh and it's, they, they they had this idea that they never explored but it's like the sweetest part of the album and it's where there's like this couple living in a pre-apocalyptic but about to be apocalyptic world due to climate change and they're just they're in love and they know the world is ending um and and they have to like you have to think about like can you even bring a child into this world like and i just think that could be a beautiful story and i think if you write it well enough you can get people to care about climate change <laughs> honestly mm-hmm. um I using mean, love can... to get people to care about things i mean that's what orwell Ooh. did yeah with the whole Winston and Julia arc. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was, that didn't really feel like love, did it? It more like felt like infatuation or some weird byproduct of not loving for so long. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But yeah, like, I don't know. That That's always something that's really interested me. It, it all, after I read it in 1984, I was just really inspired to write something like it. Hmm. But that's that's if literally if I could do anything with my time and, and I could tell the old witch lady to go fuck off with her poison apple, that's probably what it would be. But it's such like a big and daunting task and I'm and I'm so mean to myself and I think all my ideas are dumb, so that's probably why it's just hard for me to get deep into a project because I just say it's shit after like a few pages i just give up and i'm like this is terrible right i mean and to be completely fair this to everyone as well it probably is yeah yeah and the point is from there is to like be confident enough to then revise yeah like you do realize how unrealistic it is to be able to say that a first draft will be anything of a of an (laughs) admirable work i know like it probably is shit not gonna lie like and the point is to have people you trust people you care about read over it and offer feedback and listening to it i mean that's the way to go you know yeah yeah so what's what what are we doing tonight you're sleeping well i'm probably not gonna sleep i still got some work to do um i'm gonna update my bibliography for the plasma project i saw that yeah i really want to read more about the self thing I, i feel like that's so important because like you donate an organ you know like you donate a kidney and it's like it feels like you donate a part of you because it's so yeah. permanent you know but you donate something like plasma that like replaces itself it, it still do, it doesn't feel like you anymore you know mm, mm-hmm. like, who looks at that yellow bag and says fuck that's me 
versus yeah. you look at someone's kidney and be like, "Fuck, that's that's, that's me. kidney." You yeah, know? yeah. Is, I I find that really interesting. Like, why don't we see our blood as? It obviously has to do with the fact that it replaces itself, mm. right? But I mean, tech. If we want to be technical about it, like your kidney also replaces itself, but it just takes years. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Um, so like, what is you? You know, and how do we perceive? you like skin as well technically like you you get your skin cut off it's like okay well fuck it you know but you take an eyeball out it's like well shit (laughs) you know um and then i also need to send some emails that's that i've been putting that off for a while now but other than that um i also want to edit the podcast i've been telling myself to do that for the past four weeks and i haven't been able to do so so I'm going to do that soon. And then, yeah, call it a night and go tomorrow morning. I'm going to go and go hit the gym. Um, I really want to play tennis. It's been over a week and I'm itching and my strings broke actually. Oh, fuck. For, the second, for the second time. I'm like, it's okay. But I, I went, this took so long, but I, I, I found a tennis stringer in like Boston. Uh, so she strung it for me and I, and I ended up, I ended up getting a combo string. So like, Laterally, it's one type of string, and horizontally, it's a different one. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've never Coach done that before. Do um, we'll see how it goes. I'm kind of nervous, but like, you know, at the same time, I just really want to get back into it. I I think I recently found out that like I'm into rhythm. Like rhythm is so important for me. In tennis like, or just in life? In life, and like how I feel good. Like rhythm feels good for me. Like. Like, when I feel bad and when I feel numb and when I'm on my phone, that's when I lose rhythm. Oh, that's a really good way to look at it. You know, but when I'm cooking, when I'm cleaning, when I'm doing laundry. Yeah, like, think about our rallies when we're just, like, not focused on any shot, just, like, giving into our emotions. Like, that's us on our fucking phones. Yeah. Honestly. And And then we have those moments where we really focus up and we just have these beautiful rallies. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like when rhythm hits, life just feels different, you know? Yeah, it does. It's beautiful. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm looking for that. I'm looking for better ways to find rhythm in my life. Well, not better ways, just more ways. Because if I can find rhythm everywhere, then I think that's where it's at, you know? The best thing is to be able to find rhythm in work. Like shit, if that were, yo, honestly, that'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's, I'm struggling. That's the one thing, but I've said that a thousand times. I, I need to somehow give, like, somehow just reframe my perspective on work, and then I'd be a lot happier. Like, I need to somehow make it fulfilling. Like you said, like, I can just tell you I went to work, or I can assign it meaning, <laughs> but it's just harder to do it when you hate your job. <laughs> Um, how how long we've we been recording? Forty three minutes. Whoa, fo- that did not feel like forty three minutes. What the fuck? Yeah, I had the sun telling me that it's dark oh, now. Oh, okay. <laughs> if I recorded this inside, it would probably have felt weird. Yeah. Tomorrow I'm having Max Zimmerman over, and and Julius Burleson. Oh, that Max? Huh? That Max? That Max, yeah, Max Zimmerman. That was so funny when I mentioned to you that I wasn't like. Remember when I told you that I wasn't like, um, I guess, uh, finishing? Bond. Oh. No, finishing in certain situations. And then you oh, told yeah. Me that, yeah. <laughs> 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 Max did the same fucking thing. Oh. Oh. Dude, fucking. I, it's going to be weird to see max like he's been living in washington for a year i'm really curious to know his physique because like if he kept <laughs> up with his like coke addiction bro yeah, he must look like a fucking uh what does he even look like a what like I, i've never seen anything like it i'm not trying to body shame him but it's it's seriously like his diet is fucking ridiculous i mean he's able to perform like i don't know how he's able to swim like <laughs> like like no he like he goes hard during practice yeah and like, there's no way you're crashing like there's no way you're not crashing right now 
but he's able to power through like he's able to power through whole water polo games. And I'm like, dude, that's great. Like, I don't know, maybe his, maybe his body has like adapted to the amount of yeah. sugar he's been taking. Like, yo, man, if it works for him, bro, good for you. Bro. Yeah, like we should do a challenge and we just like try to live like Max Zimmerman for a month. Oh fuck no! I, I would literally, <laughs> I would probably die. I would literally die. There's no way. Like, like he drinks what, like four, four cans? He says four to five cans a day. Yeah, Fast food for at least one meal. He would eat like McDonald's for breakfast or lunch or dinner at least once a day. And he had the McDonald's app and he was like getting like two fucking Big Macs. Jesus. And a Coke. <laughs> I mean, what the fuck? But I'm I'm excited to have him over. It's just nice to have people over, you know? Oh, yeah, for sure. It's a good feeling. And it was really nice to have Taylor over, dude. We had a lot of fun. That was, it was great to have her. What did you guys do? Um, the first day, honestly, not much because I had to work. So I, mm. she, I worked. She like went on a hike, and then I got back, and then we cooked. I did some chicken teriyaki, and I made like yum yum sauce and all that. Um, cooked that two times already. You inspired me, dude. Um, but yeah, I cooked some chicken teriyaki. We chilled. We talked. We played the piano for a while, and I taught her some stuff that I know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next day we went to San Francisco and just went on a really nice walk and we honestly didn't have any plans. So we just learned how to use the bus. That's what we spent our time there doing. And we took the bus all around San Francisco <laughs> and we like went to all the sides and learned the transit, went back. Uh, yeah. And then we went home and saw some live music and went out and had dinner. And then she went, she went home. Oh, wow. It was awesome though. That is nice. It's well, just remind, nice. Yeah, remind me again though, like how you approach teriyaki sauce. Wait, how I what? How you approach teriyaki? Because oh, yeah, I made it yeah. again tonight, and it just tastes really salty. Oh, okay. Well, I use fifty because a lot of the recipes call for just sodium. I mean, for just soy. Just that's like your only liquid, basically. Right. Um, and soy sauce is way too. So I use a fifty percent less sodium soy. Yeah, me too. The green. Oh, one. okay. And then I hit it. I hit it with garlic. I hit it with a lot of garlic. I hit it with a lot of fucking ginger. And I hit it with a lot of honey. Uh, what do you mean a lot? Like, probably like three tablespoons. Okay. And I don't even do sugar. I don't even touch like actual sugar. I don't. I don't fuck with it. I don't like because I know a lot of recipes call for brown sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just went straight honey. I, there, there are ways to get it less. I mean, you can literally add water if you want. <laughs> Mm. you stir vigorously enough if you, i mean it's probably what you need is to dilute your sodium i was gonna say i also let it reduce down a lot so maybe that like oh, intensifies yeah. it. that'll make it potent for sure oh i see yeah but i mean and then yeah but the key is just that gin that ginger and garlic like that's what makes it good and then i put do you put molasses in yours because i put no, molasses in mine. No, no i don't even know where to get molasses Oh really? Yeah, I put molasses in mine, and that that means I don't have to reduce it as much because it's already thicker with the molasses. Oh well, I I added cornstarch to it. Yeah, I do. I do a dash of flour. Yeah, instead of cornstarch. Oh, but it accomplished. It's the same thing. You know what I mean? You just need some sort of like binding agent to get it to thicken. But you know what? I feel a lot fucking better, dude. That's good. That's good. It's just nice talking to you, David. <laughs> like Jesus Christ, I, I seriously don't know what what I would be doing if we didn't have this podcast. Honestly, same, bro. Same, dude. Like it just it fi- it just fixes me. Like I, I I just slowly get fucked up, and then like this is like where we heal, and then we go back out into the battlefield. Yeah, back into the battle. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Oh, it's, but it's really I, I feel I feel focus honestly i haven't felt this focused since the last time and dude we haven't recorded in like 10 days i think that's another problem yeah yeah like we got to get back to like every three days honestly yeah or even more and honestly yeah don't be afraid to be like some days like i'm never that busy like after 10 p.m my time not like not like during school yeah and i'm never busy at this time like i just have some homework but that can always Mm -hmm. like it's the fucking phone okay we know that we yeah. know that's what we're doing with our time. Yeah. yeah. For sure. All right. Sure. All so right. Good stuff, man. Yeah. I'll yeah. get this published today. Uh, I mean, and... like, I feel like I have way more energy right now than I did when we started. Honestly. Yeah. Same. I, like, I'm invigorated. And I was, like, lying down and shit. 
so good stuff good stuff um i'm honestly like down to do the story thing like you you want to write the first page and now yeah i'll show the doc i'll I'll show the doc with you right now yeah just fuck it we'll just write a page and like just i i don't want any input of like character or anything like you just start it like literally yeah don't don't even don't even outline it first you only get one page though one page double spaced one page double space in low format. Times New Roman 12, 12 point font. All right. All right. I sent it. I shared it. Okay. Sounds good. And uh, yeah, send me the audio files like right after this and then we'll yep. publish it. And then, yeah. Sounds good. And then slowly we'll just, this focus will generate goals in and of itself. Trust me. So we don't even yeah. need to yeah. think about it too much. Sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Uh, also, also, oh, wait, one thing. Do you have any good like fucking pieces I can learn just to, like, is there any good beginner pieces? Because I've been, like, learning shit way out of my league, which is, like, fun, but takes forever. Um, I mean, what is your level right now? I'm not even too sure. Um, I don't know either. I, like, I like, play what's, really... What's the, song that, what's the song that you can reliably play right now? Well, I'm pretty deep in the Claire de Lune. No fucking way. Wait, did, did you mind... Oh, I don't know if it's easy, but did you mind, like, playing for me a bit? I just like hearing. Probably couldn't do that right now, but I tomorrow because like it's loud as fuck. Tomorrow, um, yeah, tomorrow I'll send you videos and and then you can evaluate. Where yeah, I'm for at. sure. Because I have hundred. I'm literally. I'm not even joking. I have hundreds of PDFs of like pretty Are you much serious? of everything. Like I have, you know, J- Japanese old folk songs to like Latin pop song like. And to like Hans Zimmer, like just every I have, I have a lot, so I'm sure I can yeah, give you something. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I struggle. I, sh- yeah. There's some things I struggle with, and and I just, yeah. I let, really want to get know. good at piano. It looks a lot of fun to just like be good at it. You know. Yeah, for but, sure. Okay. Yeah. Send me some videos, and I'll I'll send you back some PDFs. Sounds good. All right. Cool, man. I'll talk to you tomorrow, probably if you're yeah. down. Absolutely, yeah. man. All right. All right. See you soon. This this is how David and Cal felt <laughs> on uh, Thursday, June twenty fourth, twenty twenty one.